and it's Friday and we're back. Welcome back to the penalty box. How's your week going, Holly? Honestly, I I really do not have anything interesting to share. So (laughs) to avoid boring everyone to tears, I'm going to skip that. Um, How was your week? Actually, I had one thing interesting that I wanted to talk about happen to me. Um, I noticed, so I got a macbook computer last august because everyone raves about them and i never had one and i was like okay i'll you know what i'll spend the money and i'll invest and i've noticed that the fan is always on like you've noticed i'm sure everyone listening has noticed because it's literally always in the background Mm -hmm. now i've had to like situate my laptop far away from me so that you can't hear it um and one of my girlfriends noticed it and was like you this is not normal like take this into the store so i did some I, i did some research and wanted to kind of go in with what I knew about the laptop and what I knew about like the computer processing system and you know any reasons as to why I thought that the fan was going off so my boyfriend and I made an appointment to go to the Markville mall which is like a shopping center like 45 minutes away and they have an apple store and we went into the store like I made an appointment and so I brought my laptop which has like a pink case I was holding it I made the appointment under my name so you know, it wasn't for him, it was for me. And I'm talking to the guy asking questions, but I'm noticing that he's explaining everything to my boyfriend, like directing everything to my, not even making eye contact with me until I started to throw out like buzzwords, like, you know, the CPU and the software and, you know, like talking about the things that I researched. Then he shifted his focus to me and answered my questions. We figured it out. And then I didn't say anything to my boyfriend at the time I was just kind of like you know this happens all the time I'm used to this like you know when you go and you ask a question about your car and the mechanic sometimes will talk down to you and it's it's obvious there's a difference between when they're talking to a woman versus a man yep um and as we were walking out of the store my boyfriend said to me like hey it was kind of weird I noticed that he was talking to me and like I was just there like I was just the driver like, he was talking to me until you said something and then, like, you caught his attention. It was so interesting to me that even he noticed it. Good for him for saying something, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought I'd share that in light of everything that, you know, is important to us and things that we notice. But, yeah, definitely, if you work in sales and you're one of those people that devalue opinions because they come from women just remember this remember i'm a smart woman and i can notice this and i will always come prepared to a conversation also everybody uses technology now so like why be sexist about it you know like yeah everyone can everyone can do a quick google search my friend yeah that's yucky i'm sorry to hear that but anyways so as for this episode so this one is called talk to you never So this week on our Instagram account, we posted a poll with the question, um, what kind of communicator are you during conflict? So the first option was that you want to talk about it right away. And the second one was that you need space first. So the results were 78% for wanting to talk about it and 22% for needing space first. So let's discuss those results. Yeah, we have quite the debate for you today. Um... When I first looked at the results when they first came out, it was, like, pretty much Mm 50-50. And I'm on the I need space side, and Holly's on the let's talk about it now side, so we definitely have some important factors on both. But I do have to say that I was pretty shocked by the 78% let's talk it out now. I 
I was not shocked because I'm on the winning <laughs> team. I, I understand that. Um, but, like, we have discussed it a little bit together beforehand, and we have, like, it, good reasons for both sides. So we will we will share those with you guys. Yeah, I, I want to start with just addressing why why we are the communicators that we are. Um, personally, I like to take a little bit of space in conflict just because it's important to me to properly articulate what I'm thinking and how I'm feeling. Which makes sense. And I have... Yeah, and I have rarely found success in, like, relationships, friendships, working situations. I've rarely succeeded when I've acted on, like, impulse or acted on, react like, a reactive situation for me. A heat of the moment never works out. I always say things that I don't mean. I don't articulate it good enough. So I think it's important in conflict to really have your goal in mind before starting the conversation. Mm-hmm. No, I 100% agree with that. Like, my... Uh, moments that I regret the most of my own actions or when I acted on impulse. Um, But for me, when I have the whole story, I find it a lot easier to have that time to reflect afterwards. So, Mm -hmm. so like sort of different sides of the same story, I guess. I think they're both important. And I honestly believe that you can be both depending on the situation. Like I feel if I'm having a really heated discussion about something that I really care about and we separate, then I get, like, anxiety about it when we're not talking. Because I'm, like, oh, like just running every single possible scenario through in my head and I'm, like, I need to talk this out now. But if it's something that's, like, like a big long-term issue that I need to think about, you know, my intent and I need to think about how much it matters to me and what I'm willing to compromise and what I what I'm not willing to compromise... I need to I need to sit down. Sometimes I write it out or I confide in somebody else. But I think, like, for me, I am a very space-appreciative person. Like, I, I recharge when I'm by myself. So I think that's, you know, just, like, the introvert-extrovert kind of situation. I think that's why that works for me. Yeah, and that's that totally makes sense to me, too. For me, I've just been in a lot of situations where um, I haven't been able to get the communication that I needed. Um, and then it's like, I'm the only one that's in conflict and the other person doesn't Mm -hmm. know because they're not answering me. And in that moment, like my mind is running wild. I'm letting my anxiety go wherever it wants to. And like, just for me to have a little bit of peace, it helps me to have the other side of the story or the other person's opinion or whatever, try to get as many details as I can and then take that time to process later. I absolutely value like what you're saying the space where you can kind of collect your thoughts and stuff together which I have started to appreciate a lot more recently where before I was very much like an act on impulse person and like send mm-hmm. several rage texts in a row and I realized how like toxic that is and chaotic like it just it gets so chaotic quickly yeah regardless of the situation or how I actually feel about it I will always It'll always be beneficial to step back, collect your thoughts before, or just say, like, hey, like, um, I'll talk to you later or something if it's over text, for example. Like, just to still have that communication there, but, like, we can, like, put it on pause, basically. For sure. And I think when you look at situations you've been through, like, I think on 
the extremes of both sides. Like I, I dated this guy for a while who was one of those people that when there was conflict, he would disappear and then he would return and pretend like nothing happened. And that was just infuriating yeah. to me. Like yeah. I just felt so pushed aside and the time that he would just kind of go MIA and I would get just like radio silence for days would eat me alive and would be almost more consuming than like an upfront argument. Let's get this out of the way. So I understand, but I feel there's a middle line and I think it's just respectful communication and like what your partner has the like energy capacity for at the time versus what you do. Like you have to meet them in the middle. It can't be an extreme on both sides. Yeah, for sure. And um, like one thing, I know that a lot of people um, for example, like when you're you're trying to be the bearer of bad news or you have something that mm-hmm. you know your partner isn't going to like just to avoid it, I am always going to be someone that appreciates, you know, like being broken up with in person instead of over text. Um, <laughs> like I just, I know that it's hard for people, but like it's, it is so valuable to have that emotional connection there even if you're trying to break it off or whatever it is whatever kind of conflict we're talking about just like don't avoid it just do it (laughs) yeah like honest upfront communication I think that's important and it it shows respect at the end of the day like not yeah absolutely and I think I think when you're in conflict with like in a relationship or again with a friend it's really important to know that it's coming from a place of love and a place of want to resolve things because if you engage in an argument with somebody who just likes to fight like who feeds off of that and you're not working towards the same thing again it's consuming and it's not productive so you really need to you need to ensure that the energy you're investing in a conversation or conflict is going to be worth it yeah yeah and when you're when you're releasing all that negative energy for conflict and you're you're dealing with somebody that just likes to argue all the time for one thing toxic as hell snip snip cut them out of your life but also like when you're fighting back with someone who is set out to argue you're not getting anything from that you're literally it's just getting worse for yourself it's not doing anything for the other person yeah and even if you're that person like thinking back um I used to work in a restaurant and sometimes like the outfits that we would wear were like like on sports nights and stuff we could wear like little like cute shirts like I really it was like super flattering but my boyfriend at the time really didn't like it because he thought that it it drew a lot of attention from other guys and it made him insecure and to me I was like how dare you tell me what to wear and I still stand by that but the way I went about it is I would like purposely go out of my way to show him that's what I was wearing because I was like you know it was like a struggle of power almost and yeah at the end of the day I realized like I'm not fighting to get to a resolution I'm fully fighting because I feel like my just to fight yeah my like freedom's being infringed upon and like I know I'm not going to be with him long term I'm literally just doing this to argue with him yeah yeah and that literally it doesn't help anybody you know what my favorite my favorite thing to say um, to someone that just wants to argue now is, I hope you find peace in your heart because <laughs> it will that. make them so mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll, they'll feel really stupid too because it just shows that you're like you're not mad about it. You don't care enough to let yourself get that mad about it. So that's my tip of the day. Yeah, and honestly, that can go that can go so far. Like that could be really useful in like customer service like you know when you're mad about a product and you just absolutely rip someone apart versus the times that you call you call them and 
you're on the phone to get to a solution and you know you're being kinder because you realize it's not their personal fault yeah. that the situation is yeah. what it is but then there are those they're people probably getting paid minimum wage mm. for this so. and then there's those people who will call you and absolutely rage at you or you know even in person will yell at you and it's just like this is so counterproductive and embarrassing for you like why do yes. you have to be that person absolutely and another important point I wanted to bring up was tone. I think that when somebody talks to you in a really demeaning tone, it's easy to get offended. And so just watching the way that you speak to yeah. your partner and making sure that it's it's friendly and welcoming and it's not just like an invitation to be quiet. And you know what? Like there's so many times that I'll I'll use a tone and I'll think that I'm the only one that notices. I'll be like, <laughs> oh no one notices because I didn't I didn't say what I meant. I just said it the way I meant it um and then when someone notices I'm like what I didn't say anything but the tone like the tone is really important and people do notice too so just be careful be mindful of whoever you're talking to that they do notice the tone that you're using yeah like you don't so, you don't always have to argue to get a point across like you you can sit down no. peacefully have a mature adult conversation about something you know I think that's something mm-hmm. that I've learned because it's something that I've done poorly many times and I feel like that's a really quick way to burn bridges, you know, is to yes. not, like, to go into the situation with no good expectations. Like, to just think, like, you know, this is it. I'm just going to, like, explode on this person and, you know, hope that they learn from it. But then, like, step back and think, like, what what could I do better? Like, how in this situation yep. could I improve the way I'm communicating? Yeah, nobody's going to be open to listening to you if you're yelling at them, so... No, absolutely not. That's a good not. point for sure. Yeah, so I think now is good. I know we've gone over a lot of tools, but some tools that I have seen recently, um, funny enough, come up on my like Instagram Explore page. Um, I saw this one and it was like, it's okay to pause an argument. It's okay to pause a conflict and come back to it if you're not, if you don't have enough space in your brain to do it properly. And I think that's a mm-hmm. really, really good tool to have because there's so many times that you get in this hamster wheel of like you're just going in circles and you're just fighting to fight at some point you almost forget what you're even fighting for so I think knowing that at any point you can be like hey you know what let's get to this in the morning let's sleep on this yeah this is really hurting me right now and I feel like tomorrow I could clearly get this out of the way so that kind of also goes with my whole my whole theme of taking space and that's such a healthy way to handle things too, mm-hmm. like to stop and reflect and, and let it sink in and allow you to actually form an opinion about it instead of just, well, they're yelling at me and I don't like that or whatever. Like, um, think about it more deep than just the surface of the conversation. So taking a pause, will love that. Love that idea. Mm-hmm. Can you think of a time that taking a pause would have helped you? I know that you like to talk things out, but is there a time that taking a little bit of space probably would have ended in a more productive conversation so many times like (laughs) because like like I said before I um until recently I absolutely was I mean I don't know I haven't really been in an argument lately but (laughs) I I was an impulsive um person in conflict like I would like I said before too like I would have like the rage text, like everything, everything that comes into my head, I would type it out and send it. And like, that's just not, it is, it's really toxic. And so now to be able to collect that, um, like you can apply it to literally everything, even just people at work. Yeah. And maybe even, even having 
somebody that you can go to with these issues if you need to talk about it right then and there. I know one of my friends, like, I can literally FaceTime her any time of the day if I'm like, okay, I'm going through something with my partner or my family and I'm not able to convey it in the way that I want to right now, but I need to get this out. I'll just FaceTime her and I will just kind of spew and she'll be like, okay, you know, now that it's all on the table, what can you take from this conversation? It's going to help. I'm also going to take this opportunity to do another free promo for BetterHelp. Another another reason to have therapy. Your therapist is an unbiased opinion for you to talk to about these problems and they can kind of help you through it and how to react to it and how you're actually feeling about it. So better help, therapy, do it. Even if you think you don't need it, you probably do. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. Um, I also like being that I'm somebody who needs space, it's also important to me to reflect and think about times that maybe it's better that I deal with it head on and I talk about it right away. My partner and I were on two different sides of this. So in conflict, I always make sure that I'm doing everything I can to meet his needs as well because he likes to talk about it and he likes to get things out of the way. It's just, he's very methodical that way. So I need to make sure that, you know, somewhere that we can meet, like we're both going to come to the table with the same intention and if it's not something that I can talk about right away, just being an active listener for him to talk and for him yeah. to get his feelings on the table, I think that's really important in having like a well-balanced relationship. Which is where I think that the pause is really important because you're still getting um, the verbal, okay, let's pause this. So you're getting the communication that you need. You're on the same page for now anyways, whether you are for the argument or not. And then you're both getting the time to reflect on it. So that is, I think the pause is satisfying both sides of that. Um, you mentioned earlier on that you don't like, <laughs> I don't want to bring this up to trigger you, but you mentioned earlier that you really don't appreciate like having important conversations over text. Do you want to, oh, is there like, something you want to like share about that? Like getting dumped over text? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Care, yeah. To, care to expand? Let's, let's talk about my favorite time that I got dumped over text. <laughs> So anyway, when this happened, I had a boyfriend, not for very long. Anyways, (laughs) he went on vacation. We weren't really able to uh, communicate with each other very much. Um, uh, So that was stressing me out because I didn't know what was going on. He was on the vacation for quite some time. Um, Eventually... When he came back, okay, hold on. He cried when he left for vacation saying goodbye to me. Let me just, let me just add that in there. Like he, Anyways, he was invested. He came back. He liked you before um, he left. Okay. Yeah, he, he was invested. Like he, yeah, he liked me. Um, so when he comes back from this vacation for three weeks or whatever it was, um, he was being super dry. Like he didn't even tell me when he got home. I had to text him and be like, are you home? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Um, but... So I'm not sure exactly how it got to this point, but he's like, I have to talk to you. Um, I don't think that I can be in a relationship anymore. And, and I can't tell you why, but one thing that I can say is that my washing machine flooded and the tiles are coming up. That's why I got dumped. Okay, okay, okay. Was that code for I just don't like you anymore? Or Um I it just it would have been so much easier to just say no yeah, thanks. Okay. Like, so I'm moral of the it. story 
but he also moral cried. of the story like, be clear be clear and direct if you're not into someone anymore because <laughs> feeding someone with a bullshit excuse is just gonna make you look dumb <laughs> this okay this reminds me of a story that happened to me oh my god i i didn't think i'd ever get to share this story <laughs> ever in my life when i was in grade i think we we're in grade six. Oh. Okay. <laughs> this is how damaging this was to me. I still remember. <laughs> I was I was dating this guy, you know, like dating, like okay. we were on each other's Facebook walls and stuff. Um, and I, I do actually want to preface this with Holly dated him right after. So. Um, oh my god! Okay, I know. So. I know who this. <laughs> <laughs> so I was dating this guy. It was my first boyfriend, my first kiss, and Same. Um, super super big deal when you're 12 years old. So. This guy um, stopped having feelings for me, obviously, but was too was too shy or too embarrassed to upfront. He's probably shy. Yeah. So he got his um, older brother to call me and play the song "Heartless," but I think it was by Chris Brown. Kanye West. (laughs) Kanye West. He called me. Four times in a row, just playing the song. No words. Four times no words in a row? Just, yeah, just the song. And this is a time we didn't have cell phones. He was calling my home phone, playing this song. And I was, and you know what? To say I was confused is an understatement. I had, I literally had no idea. I was like, oh, this is such a funny prank. And then the next, the next day he inboxed me on Facebook and said that, that was me breaking up. With oh, you. by the way, so we're that broken was, up. <laughs> Yeah, that was my worst breakup, I think. Um, was he implying was he implying that you were heartless or he's like this is me being heartless? I think it was like this is a song dedicated to you from me. <laughs> so, and you know what? He was clearly heartless because even at 12 years old I knew that's not how to break up with someone. So I can relate to your texting story, but I could that's me taking it a step further. He was a much better boyfriend to me in grade six, so I'm sorry to hear that. I'm really happy. I'm really happy that that you guys were able to work things out like that. I hope that he learned from me. Maybe he did. Um, I feel like we called someone with that song though. No, we didn't. I I got you I got you to break up with someone for me. When we were young. <laughs> with that song. No, no. Can you imagine? Can you imagine me, me putting my karma back in the world? No, I got you to call somebody. I got you to call somebody and tell them that I that I wasn't interested anymore because I was too embarrassed. It's like so, the video from The Ring. You have to pass it on or you'll die. This got really dark really quickly. Okay, moral of our story is that it is. It may be difficult to be honest up front right away about something whether it's a breakup or just something you're dissatisfied with. But at the end of the day, it pays off for everybody because you owe them respect. And if you want to come to a solution, you need to be ready to come to a solution. Yeah, and I have so much more respect for the people that um, either, like, end things in person or, like, give me a phone call or whatever. Like, that, I have so much more respect for you than if it's, like, just over text. Yeah, so in in true fashion, we did get a little off topic with that one, Um, but back to our original point is that everyone can be different communicators, so you can all have different levels of wanting to talk things out versus needing space, but you just need to be on the same page 
with what each other needs and you need to communicate how you need to communicate. So like you have to make sure that you have that balance and talk to your partner, figure out what works best for them. And then so when you come to conflict, you guys can figure it out um, and work it out in ways that you, you will be most comfortable with together. Mm-hmm. And if you're the person, if you're listening right now and you're the person that thinks one way is better than the other and that you can't have both, you need to consider your partner's feelings and the things that your partner has been through and also the things that you have been through because there can be times that both are more effective. So I think that's our, that's our overall point is that everyone's different with this and you just need to be considerate in a conflict because like it, it doesn't have to get aggressive or toxic. It, you can talk things out or you can have space and talk things out. Like there are proper and mature ways to get through a conflict. Yep, absolutely. I think that wraps things up for today. Do you have any anything you want to end off with? I just want to reiterate therapy <laughs> and not dumping people over text. <laughs> okay, good. Good to know. All right, guys. Uh, happy <laughs> Friday. I'll talk to you next week. See you later, guys.